Obviously. On the prompt. And it, like it gave the, the little animation in the lock screen that it's like, and, and it doesn't unlock. Welcome to the prompt, a weekly panel discussion on technology and the culture surrounding Apple and related companies. It is December 26th, 2013. This is episode 28 of the world's greatest podcast. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by my friends. Welcome back, Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very well. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. Excellent. Pretty uh, pretty low-key. Good. Like uh, the Avenger, right? Low-key? Starting as we mean to go on. Hello, Federico Vitici. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. And oh, happy wow. Hi, Federico. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we're... Italian Christmases are pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Because we, 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 because we, we, like, during the year, there's a lot of casual pasta eating, whereas for Christmas, it's a, it's a, it's a deliberate pasta eating. Like, you sit down with the whole family and you eat a lot. I think over right? the last sort of six months where we've been doing this show, Federico, what I have come to learn is that every holiday in italy is, oh, yeah. is a big thing like it's not Especially just you know, an excuse to eat and to get together some people play cards i prefer to drink alcohol like, <laughs> in, like after lunch or dinner sure and um it's been a, it's been a good christmas i got a lot of great gifts uh, yeah my, my girlfriend got me um uh, a, a soundlink mini like the bluetooth uh, mini speaker right yeah yeah that, so that, good. i feel like we're going to talk about that in today's oh, yeah. show because we have a we have a special episode today so our our christmas episode for 2013 is going to be pretty much all about music so how we consume um music as a as a trio we will have our own very different ways of doing it and you'll kind of see that we all sit on different sides of the fence when it comes to listening to music uh, but of course as with every episode of the prompt we have some follow-up to begin the show follow-up we do. What do we have, Stephen? You weren't it's here, really, but, you know. I mean, Phil, go ahead. I was going to say, but you, uh, you always lead the follow-up, so as long as you're happy to do so. I'm happy to do so. Because I assume I also, you listened to the episode. I did. I also should feel like I should maybe explain my current situation. Oh, yeah, you should do that. So, uh, the I don't know, sometime last week we smelled natural gas outside and so called the utility company and they came out like oh there's a leak um out in the street like under the street right so like the 23rd so i guess the night before christmas eve it's like it's pouring down rain it's like you know 30 degrees and there's like 10 dudes with a bulldozer like digging up our street like right in front of my house and so they have this it's like a like, if you drove your car into this, you would be in a terrible accident. Uh, and it's just, like, like got, like, safety rope around it, you know, like, caution tape. And uh, apparently, they did not get the notice that I record a podcast. And they are back today doing more work in the street. So, if, if they start, like, jackhammering, then I'm going to bail so you guys can continue on the show without me. We won't can even you- acknowledge if you leave. So people won't even know. <laughs> or you, you could invite them, and we could interview the the, the gas guy. Yeah, and see how they listen to music. If they are, uh, yeah, what do you used to? I, I don't know. Can you listen to music while you're working with a bulldozer? I don't know. Yeah, or jackhammering. That's what I'm really worried about <laughs> is the jackhammer. 
because it was like rattling things in my house. I mean, I'm telling you, like, so I record in the front room of our house. So I'm looking out, and I mean, the dude is like 30 feet away from me, and it, it's just like, is it looking at you? No, because <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be pretty awkward. <laughs> I like that you guys call it a jackhammer. We have a much more boring name for that implement. Um, what? It's just, it's called, what? just called a pneumatic drill. Uh, that sounds more. That's more so, so official, isn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, so follow up. So uh, last week um, we spoke about. I can't remember how this came up, but um, you're talking about how big of an iPhone you would need. I wasn't even on the show. Yeah. How many? How big of an iPhone you would need to um, have all the apps downloaded onto it? Yeah, but I can't remember how that came up in conversation, but it did, and. Of course, underscore David Smith uh, came up with the answer for us. Um, so he, he tweeted at uh, the prompt, underscore the prompt, and said, um, I added up the size of all apps across all app stores. I have no idea how he did this, by the way. And oh, I lo- have. I have an idea. Okay. And it looks I'll like... I'll tell you later. Huh? I'll tell you later. Go on. Please. Okay. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> Christmas cheer. He said, I added up the size of all apps across all app stores, and it looks like you'd need a device with 27, 27.3 terabytes to hold them all. And then uh, at Luca TNT uh, went on to say, so you just need 437 64 gigabyte iPhones, which is just under 50 kilos. So there we go. We have that. We have that piece of information. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Completely... Uh, uh, it's extremely useful, good consumer advice that we give on our show. Yeah. We're all about consumer advice. What's your idea, Federica? No, it's not an idea. I know. Uh, there's this thing. <laughs> it's called the uh, Enterprise Feed Program, which is basically uh, like an RSS feed. No, it's not an RSS feed in that it's a, it's a, it's a series of articles. It's like it's a big file. It can be a text file or it can be a, a database file. Okay. No, I think it's something that you download and put in an SQL database. Uh, so it's basically a program that I, that I put for iTunes partners. And you, um, you sign up and if you get accepted, you can get um, like a file with, uh, with information about all apps in in the iTunes store. So you can see, for instance, all apps in the US app store or maybe all songs in the, I don't know, UK iTunes store. So you can get all this data in, in, a, in a plain text file and you can get, um, like every day, you can get a difference from the day before. Uh, so you can do an incremental database if you want. Can you, can you go back in time with it? Could you say, could you run no, it for like a report three uh, years ago? There is... Um, I, because someone, ha- someone on Twitter, I don't have it in the notes, wanted like historical data, which I think would be really interesting. Yeah, I think that there, there are... Mm, you just a Simcoe the crap out of that. No, I don't think you can because I, I don't see... I don't see historical data. Like, it, it only goes back like like a month before, I think. And uh, But I, I guess that David, um, he basically downloaded the latest version and he ran... Like a, like a regex to 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 find all the the size information of the apps. Then he summed uh, he summed all these sizes and he, and he, and he got the the that figure that he tweeted. So uh, and it's a really big file. Like like if you download the the plain text version of the all the apps in the US App Store, it's like um, eight hundred megabytes of a TXT file. And let me tell you, text said it takes a while to open it. BB Edit, man. That's the only app to use for stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I'm not that a 
I'm not a power user on the Mac, you know. <laughs> I feel like you've already got this file in an editorial and you're just doing something with it. I tried. I tried, but, but it, <laughs> cool it, it, kept, <laughs> you know, it kept crashing. I mean, it's really big. It's like a million apps, so it's like 10 million lines. It's really crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. They're going I can hear it. Around. They, they, they are drilling. You know, if they don't drill, it might be okay. <laughs> like, if they're just doing work, it might be okay. I mean, yeah, it will be there, like, you know, and people will hear it, but, you know, people yeah, will listen to Yeah, does Logic not have a filter out the construction crew setting? It might come out. I don't know. Like, I'm, I might be able to remove some of it. Like, if it's just general work... I, Hi, guys. Yeah. This is the, the reverse of the show, where we talk <laughs> about editing the show. I mean, you know, people have listened to lawnmowers on podcasts for years, so... Yeah. Oh, they're just filling in the hole. There we ah, go. That's fine. Oh, then. man, that looks good. Man, he can really drive that thing. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> I'm taking that clip. That is perfect. Right there. That's it. That's all I ever need. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. I've got to pull that out. Wait. No. So we want to talk about music today. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, I found it really interesting. You know, the more we do this show, like, <laughs> the more we realize the way the three of us interact with our technology is very different. Um, and this uh, is true with music as well. And so we're kind of going to take turns and talk about how we, like, our, our setup for music, how we listen, how we purchase uh, we're going to compare, and then we're going to go over some very interesting survey results. Yeah, um, because you you asked uh, the listeners to fill out a survey that that you put together. Yes, um, um, which they have, which, which, have which was a huge success. Though. I think we're going to do it again at some point. Yeah, it's, I it's think the, it's uh, useful to do that sort of stuff to get people's opinions. Are we sure that Mike didn't like filling the responses by himself? Like, like it? it took no, I said it where the survey sets a cookie. So after you do it in a browser. Huh. He was so it, like it, he's like downloading Opera to do it a fourth. So time. these are actual people, in theory. Okay, I set up a uh, Python a script. Net, a no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. I set up a <laughs> these Python are script. Mike, these are all Mike's friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, no, because I mean, already looking at it, I can see that it's all wrong anyway. So you know, this no, is, this the survey. Not. Well, we'll we'll see who's right. I think what this survey. is going to show is what has become the age-old tale of the prompt is that we have three very different people that use their and, computers in very different ways. And, and one of us is way more correct than the other two. And I am always the winner. And <laughs> that's <laughs> it's always like looking at it now and people are obviously going to hear it over the next uh, 30, no, let, 40 let, let me Let me tell you how I go, will go. Basically, uh, Stephen and I will argue about some stuff. And then Dr. Drang will say that that he's like just like Mike, that he agrees with Mike. <laughs> so and Mike will be happy. Like yeah. in in two or three days, he'll, he'll ping us on on the group me chat, and he'll be like, "Oh, guys, did you see Dr. Drang say so yeah, that, that, that he listens to music like like I do?" So. It's basically we've become, I think, very predictable in the in the way that we enjoy these sorts of things we should you know? we should shake things up a little bit so i don't listen to music i hate music <laughs> <laughs> i use uh, a mac mini server hooked up to a printer um and something no okay Seriously. so let's do it uh via random straw pulling i will get first but before you do that we're gonna take a quick break oh we're going to tease listeners. Mm-hmm. That's how that is how the professionals do it. Tease me. 
This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO12. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and more support. They have beautiful templates for you to start with and tons of other style options for you to adjust so you can craft and create your own space online. Squarespace takes care of hosting, SEO, and even makes your site look fantastic on any device, no matter the screen size. It's incredibly easy to use, but they have over 70 employees dedicated to support on their customer care team, which are based in New York City, who have even been working throughout the holidays. They care enough that they will always have people there in case you ever need them. You know, maybe you want to do something on your site on Christmas Day and get a bit stuck. Well, Squarespace have some people that can be there to help you. They really care about design over at Squarespace. Not only do their templates look fantastic, not only do they have responsive web design built into every template, they have a fantastic website of their own, so you can easily see how Squarespace is used. And, you know, the squarespace.com site is fantastic and really nice to look at. But they also have a really beautiful uh, back-end system as well, like the post management system and the admin admin tools and stuff all look fantastic. They also have two great-looking new iOS apps for Squarespace customers. They have Squarespace Blog, which lets you easily draft, post, and schedule stuff to your website. It also allows you to monitor and manage comments if that's your bag. And Squarespace Blog is fully integrated with their layout engine page building system, which allows you to easily format text or markdown, and you can tap and drag images within your posts on the iPhone or iPad. And you can easily modify detailed settings on the go. They also have Squarespace Metrics, which allows you to monitor information about the traffic to your website, including pay-to-use and unique visitors, and they also can give you projections of these statistics as well. They've also updated their iOS 7 apps, Note and Portfolio for iOS 7. As I said earlier, you can try Squarespace for free. There's no credit card required to do it. And if you decide to purchase, it starts at just $8 a month and includes a domain name if you sign up for a year. Make sure to get 10% off and support the prompt. Use the code TALLYHO12. That's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-12. Thank you so much to Squarespace for their support of every episode of the prompt in 2013. And we hope that uh, you will continue to support us and them into 2014 too. So thank you to them for supporting 5x5 and especially for supporting The Prompt. Mike, I love how you read sponsor breaks. Especially. You you should find a way to make a career out of reading wedding wows. Oh, I like the way you say that. Um, I thought you was going to say a career out of reading sponsor breaks because I would have said, (laughs) no, 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 that's what I'm trying to do. (laughs) So do I read like other people's wedding vows or do I do the ceremony? Like, do I read your vows to your wife and then your wife's vows to you? No. no? Like I think you you're read... just marrying yourself at that point. <laughs> that sounds no, like, like fun. No, like you'd be like, so you should marry this guy because uh, he's going he's gonna to love you for the rest of your life. And, and you use all, you know, all your like your special tone for like for sponsoring. Okay. Like and you'd be very uh, encouraging. Uh, of me, you'd be like, so Federico's a great guy, and uh, and and it and it told me that that he will support you, like 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 the way you say that he's gonna have exceptional support, like the, the <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> so if, uh, Federico Vitici is gonna have a great <laughs> yeah, time with you. <laughs> see? He will support you and love you. He will support you with fifty hardworking individuals in New York City. <laughs> he will. He will, <laughs> wow. he will set up a, a Python script that will make you look beautiful. We have responsive design. Your clothes will be designed responsively forever for new trends because of Federico's great work in the Mac industry. Mike, you're surprisingly good at this. For over 10 years, Federico <laughs> no, has been yes. working hard to make you love him. 
This I'm, is... I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> I am marrying him to you, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's accepted where I'm from. Oh, dear. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Yes. The music. So, everybody so, loves music. And Steven loves music, right? I do love music. So, I, um, I'm maybe predictably old school uh, when it comes to this. Although, not as old school as we ever answered cassettes on the... Uh, on the uh, survey. <laughs> I don't believe that person. Um, I reckon that was Casey Liss. Probably. Casey just listens to uh, a, a CD of, like, engine noises. Um, so I use iTunes. Uh, I have a home Mac Mini with an external uh, mirrored RAID. I think I've talked about the link is in the show notes um, to the particular RAID I use. And uh, my my master iTunes library lives there. So it's all my music. It's all the movies and TV shows that my wife and I share. We share an Apple ID for purchasing. Um, all that is on the Mac Mini that lives in the entertainment center. Uh, but I my main computer is a MacBook Air. And I use iTunes Match to keep a subset of my music on the MacBook Air. Um so, in fact, I just re-upped, I think, iTunes Match subscriptions just renewed, uh, like, last month or something. Yeah. Um, so, I did that. Um, so, the Mac Mini is has everything. The MacBook Air has a subset of those things. I have auto-download turned on. So, if I buy something from my phone or my computer or my iPad, it's automatically downloaded at home. And, of course, the RAID, even though it's a mirrored box, it is backed up off-site and in the cloud. We will talk about that in a future show which Mike will cry mm-hmm. uh, about his backup. Um, I have to say iTunes Match works pretty well for me. Um, I mostly use it just between the two computers. Uh, it was definitely rocky at first. I would like open iTunes. It would need to like rescan my entire library, which takes a long time. Um, but I really feel like over the last six months, Apple's really worked out the bugs, and it's um, it works um, pretty smoothly. For how for how I use it, oh, they're they're hammering the ground. <laughs> you know, that's also pretty. That's also pretty smooth. <laughs> um, so now I don't use. Uh, well, uh, let me finish talking about the Mac setup. So I'm sorry. Um, I use Smart Playlist to help understand what's happening with iTunes Match. So I think Apple has a real language issue surrounding all this. Like iTunes Match is a paid service outside of iCloud. Uh, it isn't care if you have an iCloud account or not. But then iTunes refers to it as iCloud and not iTunes Match in certain instances, which is confusing. Um, so I have, I have three smart playlists, and they uh, iTunes Match will sync smart playlists, so these are both on both computers. I have one that is set um, to show all music. The, the location of the file is iCloud. The second one shows the location being on the computer, so things I've downloaded to the local disk. And then the third one is iCloud status ineligible. So uh, also in the notes, I have put in several Apple knowledge-based articles about iTunes Match. And there's some limitations. Like if, if your song is below a certain bit rate, it can't upload it, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's like, those three places have given me a really good look at what's happening in my library. Um, it is a little weird, like on the MacBook Air, if I delete a local file, like to trust that iCloud has it, but iTunes 11 especially makes it really simple to to see where a file is. Um, and for me, the way I use it, totally worth the $25 a year. Um, it can take like 25,000 non-iTunes songs, which is crazy. 
Um, and you can even like trick it to like get better versions. So when you say I ripped a CD um, at you know 128k, uh, I can upload it and download a higher bitrate version back from iTunes Match, which is pretty neat. A lot of people were doing that when it first came out to like upgrade stuff they had ripped, you know, ten years ago. Or those Napster files. Or those Napster files. Um, I don't use it on iOS the way most people do. So. Uh, and Federico, you clarified this for me, um, but uh, I use um, the music app. So I sync music to my iPhone over USB. I sync just I have a playlist named iPhone. It syncs to the phone. I know it's really old school, uh, but it works really well for me. You use um, USB? Yeah, I, I found I, found, I have found Wi-Fi sync to be finicky. I just find yep. the whole. I get to this, but I find the whole syncing thing insane. But um, I'll leave that for my my sync. But uh, the uh, I use an app. How how would you guys pronounce this app name? I meant to ask you. I think it's, uh, it's Ecoute. No, I think it's Ecoute. Like it's French. It's Ecoute. Does anybody know French? Yes, it's Ecoute. Ecoute. Yeah. Ecoute. Sure? So uh-huh. I use uh, that. <laughs> does not sound right. Ecoute. 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 Okay. Well, <laughs> everybody's just heard how it sounds because I've just dropped a, a sound clip in. I think that it's Ecoute. A coup. A coup. I don't know. I'm not French. <laughs> Are you <laughs> it's not? Okay. It's okay, Mike. <laughs> we get it. It's a coup. <laughs> um, so you I like just over the road from France? <laughs> You're closer, aren't you? I know I am. Wow. Um, so this app I actually found through uh, this website called Mac Stories. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with his work. No, I don't know that guy. He doesn't know French. Yeah, that guy's a jerk. He's French, I think. Um and so I use that app uh, if I need something from my iTunes Match collection. Like the other day, we were in the car, and my, my kids uh, had downloaded some like 8-bit Christmas music, and my kids love it, and it's great because there's no lyrics, and it's like, I mean, it's 8-bit fun times. <laughs> mm. And uh, so I stream something from iTunes Match that way. Um, so, I mean, all in all, it works really well for how I use it. You know, I, I have all Apple devices I have an iPod Nano that really sucks that I sync a different playlist to sometimes, but um, pretty much all the whole, all the way in the Apple ecosystem for this. And um, you know, I like having files on my local disk. I like knowing what I've purchased. Uh, I like not having to rely on an internet connection to stream or to download on the go. Like I know, like I sync these, you know, however many albums it is to my phone over USB. You know, my phone's in airplane mode and it still works. And I like that sort of sense of security. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my setup. Um, so do you? L- let me ask you a couple of questions, Stephen. Okay. Do you download on your MacBook Air? Do you uh, download songs locally more, or do you stream them from iTunes Match? Uh, download. Okay. And um, oh, and on the iPhone, do you do you keep them sync uh, locally, or do you also stream on 3G? I do in the French app, but. And the regular music app, like if I had to open music, that all that music is locally synced over USB. Mm-hmm. How, how many how much how many artists do you have on your on your in your library? In my main one, yeah. Uh, I can tell you. Let me screen share into my Mac Mini. This is happening live. It is. Yeah, watch it now. Thanks work. to um, amazing technology called uh, <laughs> screen sharing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I have in my library, um, 
Mm. It doesn't show you artists anymore. 678 albums, which is 44.21 gigabytes of music. Hmm. I don't know how many artists it is because iTunes 11 doesn't show you that easily. Yeah, how did you do that? How did I do what? How do you see the, the number of total albums that you have? If you're in the album view, it shows you in the bottom in the status bar. I don't have a status bar. Hit. Uh, oh, now I have a status bar. Yeah, nice. command yeah. forward slash. I have 270 albums, so many. Many fewer. Yeah. 6.6 days of music. Okay, so you use iTunes Match. You have a, a Mac Mini with the master library. You download uh, music on your MacBook Air. You, you download and stream on your iPhone. You use the French app uh, and you use the music app. Uh, what about the iPad? Uh, so the iPad is a, a little bit different. Um, I actually don't, I rarely ever listen to music on my iPad. Um, and when I do, it's all iTunes, it's all streaming, you know, just in the house streaming um, with the built-in music app. But I mean, that's very rare that I that I pull the iPad out, out for music. Mm-hmm. Do you do do other like your wife? Does she use the same master library? Uh, she has. Uh, so she has a uh, her separate iTunes library that pre-existed us merging households. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's definitely some overlap in there, but she she syncs to her own library. It also lives on the RAID, but um, and she syncs her phone over USB as well. She does not use iTunes Match for anything. Okay. Uh, it's all local sync for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been trying to like to 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 unify all the iTunes libraries that we have, mm-hmm. but that's re- like really really difficult. It's hard. Because, yeah, it's because hard. I, I I fear that that. Uh, Maybe I will find a way, but then the people in my in my house will start uh, like asking me to to keep my Mac always on because I uh, I don't have uh, another Mac that I can use as a, as a media server here. Right, uh, right. Uh, that's me- the beauty me- of having a, a Mac Mini or like a desktop that's always on. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I know that that's rare. Like, I'm spoiled in that regard. So, mm. um, you know, I, I could I could probably use the the Mac Mini server that I have. <laughs> but uh, but then I, but then I, I I would have to to teach them how to right. connect to the server, which is crazy. So yeah, like VPN into your Mac Mini yeah. and then share with the VPN. So use SSH and um, yeah so yeah. I can see your I can see your dad <laughs> just jumping right on that. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's uh, one thing we did do is we do share an Apple ID. I know a lot of people don't mm-hmm. do that, but um, like Mary, like Mary and I have a lot of overlapping tastes in music, and so if I buy a record, she more than likely she will want to listen to it, and if she buys one, I'll want to listen to it. Um, and so my library has all the purchase stuff, like as is hers, but disk space is cheap, and like trying to merge them and then trying to like get her to be on board with that, yeah, it's a project I haven't tackled yet. So, did you try to explain to her what iTunes Match is? Because I've been trying to to explain iTunes Match to my friends and to my family. But it's re- I think that we get it because we know how this stuff works. But trying to explain iTunes Match and trying to explain something like Spotify, it's really easier to, to explain Spotify and other streaming services. iTunes Match is kind of the weird guy in the middle. 
because it's, yeah. it's, it's it's storage, but it's also streaming if you if you don't want to download. But then, but you yeah. have to scan your library, so it's not really. And, uh, and like you said before, the terminology in uh, in support documents and and places where Apple explains iTunes much is is really uh, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. It is, you know. I, well, like the other day when we were in the car and the kids were like, "We want to listen to the you know whatever they called it, whatever they call the bit music," and so I was like, "Oh." Mary was like, oh, I don't have that on my phone. I was like, well, you know, I can stream it from iTunes Match. And she was like... <laughs> on a bunch oh. of words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, she gets it. Like, she's nerdier than a lot of people. But um, I just don't think... I think most people, like, I think the way you guys do it and the way I do it, even though they're different, like, most... I think most people are still just have, like, one library on their one computer and they sync it to their phone over USB and, like... I think all of us are doing things that are more fiddly than, mm-hmm. you know, our, our dearly beloved um, normal friends. Yeah. Federico, here's what you should do. Yes. Um, you got a couple days, you know, before New Year's. Uh, mm-hmm. You should go to all your friends' houses and, like, see how <laughs> they do. Watch them. <laughs> again. <Yeah. laughs> just stalk your friends again for the show. Please. Yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> just like tor- it's like torrent files and like streaming from YouTube all the way down. Uh, no, I'd be like, hey man, can I, can I come after lunch for a cup of espresso? And he'd be like, yeah, sure. And then I, I start hanging, hanging around in the house, like watching computers and, <laughs> and, and entering the bedrooms. Your friends and, are not going to let you anywhere near them soon because of this show. No, they don't. They, they have no idea. I told you. They that makes listen. it kind of worse because when no, they do find out, Stephen is right. Though I'm just gonna find a lot of torrents and a lot of YouTube and a lot of maybe you know what's really the like the hell of music? It's downloaded YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, turned into MP3 files and sync synced with iTunes. Yep, yeah, that's seriously. That's yeah, pretty uh, bad. It's bad. That's yeah. that's pretty dire. Yeah. Like so, I so think if Satan had a, a music form, oh it'd be a downloaded YouTube video. <laughs> Back to Satan again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so many people are not going to understand that joke, Mike. I'll put it in the show. Pl- notes. Please have a reference, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Federico, what do you do? Uh, so uh, too long, didn't listen. The conclusion is that I use. Audio and <laughs> iTunes. You say too long, didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, because a burn against me since I just talked for half an hour. <laughs> no, because I want to have a summary at the top and then explain for people who care. Hopefully, everybody cares. <laughs> so, uh, what I will get to is audio and iTunes match, but I want to explain why. So, iTunes match. So, as you guys know by now, I live in Italy, and when iTunes. Oh yeah! No one sorry. told me of this. Yeah, I, I, I'm not from Texas. I'm sorry. I don't know how you didn't find out sooner. But anyway, uh, when iTunes Match was first announced in 2011, I think um, Italy didn't have access to the service. So mm. I wanted to try to iTunes Match because I was curious. So uh, you but moved? I couldn't. <laughs> no, I didn't move because you know healthcare. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> what? <I think. laughs> um, Anyway, uh, I wanted to try iTunes Match. Uh-huh. I, 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 I'm sorry, Stephen. This is really a European thing, you know. Uh-huh. You, you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I wanted to try iTunes Match. <laughs> Mike, why do you do this to me? I'm sorry. 
<laughs> okay, I wanted to try Team Smash, but I couldn't. So I waited, and a couple of weeks ago, uh, actually about a month ago, I decided that I wanted to find a way because I have a US iTunes account. Don't ask how. Um, I have a US iTunes account that I use for app and music purchases, and I wanted to associate iTunes Match to that account. But the problem is that while I use iTunes uh, credit with gift cards for to buy apps and music, uh, you can't subscribe to iTunes Match if you don't have a credit card on file. Mm. So, long story short, I found a way to have a US card and I sign up for iTunes Match, and to my surprise. So, uh, this is not really... I didn't do anything weird with fraud or stuff like that. This is really... <laughs> it sounds like it, but... <laughs> no, 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 this is, a, a, this is a legal way to do this stuff. Uh, but I just don't want to bore people with the details. You should write so, up a workflow. Give people some hot tips on how to do this stuff. Mm. Yeah, maybe in the future. We'll see if, uh, if anybody comes knocking to my door this week. So... Um, I'm actually liking it because um, I have a, uh, my old library, uh, the iTunes library. There's a lot of, you know, albums that uh, you can't find on Spotify or on audio and um, I, that I didn't want to buy because I'm not that rich. Uh, I can't spend like a thousand dollars in music just because I want to. I want to have all my old music again. So I can have my iTunes library again. And it, like Steve and I, I use the French app on my phone. Uh, and I use the music app on the iPad, and I use iTunes on the desktop, and I uh, uh, I don't download music on my MacBook Air because I don't have much storage, but I'm actually liking how iTunes Match works, and uh, uh, I've been using the music app more, and uh, what I noticed that, uh, is that I really miss being able to, to have the App Next feature on iOS. I don't know if you guys miss it, but I really do. I don't. Uh, I don't use it. What is like, up? What is up next? Like the music playback queue that you have on on iTunes 11 on the Mac. Like that I just you play can, an album, and then when the album is done, play a different album. Or, or maybe if you want to listen to a bunch of songs from different albums, you no. can just queue them Mm-mm. right Mm-mm. into Up Next, and, and you cannot do that on iOS. So I think that Up Next should really be coming to 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 iOS in maybe iOS 8 next year. I don't know. So uh, what I noticed that uh, is that I, I also saw that iTunes Match is really, mm, I think, confusing, especially if you use something like uh, Mike, uh, what, what is it, Ecute? Uh, um, no, Federico, you were correct. <laughs> I checked it. So, so if you use something like a cute, um, <laughs> if you now. use something like that, so there's really uh, there's a limitation on iOS for developers because if you want to allow users to stream songs or download songs from iTunes Match in a third-party app, um, you have to use the music app uh, for playback. This sounds really weird. So basically, if you use a cute. Uh, Acute is going to become a controller for the music app. It's not really a standalone music playback application. It's just a controller for the main music app, which in the background handles the, the playback. So if you're, uh, to verify this, you can open Control Center, and if a song that you started in Acute is streaming from, from iTunes Match and you tap the name of the song, you're not going to be taken to Acute, you're going to be taken to the music app. So I noticed this uh, limitation. And um, what else? Uh, yeah, I like iTunes Match. It, it, it works uh, well enough on 3G uh, because we don't have the fancy LTE here in, in Viterbo. 
and uh, and uh, I think that there is LTE in Rome, but I, I didn't have time to to sign up for the plan yet. So uh, it works on 3G, it works on Wi-Fi. Uh, I have all my music library, so I'm pretty happy with that. But the main service that I use for music is Ardio. Um, so in 2009, uh, I signed up for Spotify. I used Spotify for two years, and then I've moved to audio because I like the way the audio works more than Spotify. Uh, the main aspect that I like more is the fact that unlike Spotify, which is uh, based heavily on the idea that everything is a playlist, mm. uh, audio has a, col- uh, you can have your own collection. Uh, like your iTunes library, audio calls it a collection. So you have all your favorite artists with albums. And uh, if you want, you can go there and just listen to to whatever you want it's just not gonna be stored locally it's being streamed from the online service uh, but there are other aspects of audio that I like more for instance one that I use a lot like every day is the history section uh, which is uh, a list of the music that you've been listening to uh, in reverse chronological order so it's from newest to oldest uh, song or album or playlist or whatever that, that you have listened on audio and Spotify doesn't have this and and the way that this works for me is because and I think uh, Mike you're like me uh, in the in the from this point of view uh, I change music habits and and, and mood a lot mm-hmm. so I, I want to try new things I want to listen to new music so if for instance this week I'm into I don't know Haim or Haim is it him or Haim? Uh, I think it's Haim. Haim? So I think it's French. If, <laughs> it's Haim. <laughs> so if this week I'm into Haim, uh, I, I can go to, to the history section on audio and just see the songs that I've been listening to this week. So that's really handy. Uh, I also like uh, how audio uh, does the subscription to playlists, although I guess that Spotify has been improving. Uh, this aspect since I last tried the service in in 2010. Uh, What I don't like in Spotify, and this I can confirm because I checked it, is um, how they promote new releases every week. So audio is really precise in the way that each Tuesday uh, they have the new releases day. So you can go to the audio app on iOS or the Mac or even on the website. Uh, or you can get, uh, I don't think that you can get a mail in your mailbox, like the actual snail mail. But anyway, it's on any device. So you can go to new releases tab and you can see all new music, sort of from most popular to least popular. And uh, so each Tuesday I religiously open audio and I, and I go check the new releases and uh, uh, and because I'm a good guy, I listen to 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 all new releases, so I can stay up on top of the latest trends. I can be, I can be, you know, I can be updated with what the kids are listening to Does these that days. Make you a good guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the aspects why I'm a good guy. So, um, and I think that it's really superior to Spotify because Spotify has been like unreliable in the way they update the new releases. Like sometimes you can find new releases, sometimes you can't. And uh, and I don't like that because I want a service that's really, like I said, precise and and timely. So each Tuesday I go to audio and I see new stuff. So collection, history, new releases, uh, subscribing to playlists. and um, But there is one thing that I like in Spotify more, but it's not enough for me to switch, which is uh, apps. Spotify on the Mac has apps that you can install 
inside the Spotify app. So you can see there's like a Music Smash app to, to read lyrics in real time. There are some apps to uh, subscribe to social playlists, whatever that means. There are apps to uh, like maga- uh, music magazine apps like um, Pitchfork as an app. Mm. Uh, there are uh, apps for music charts. So there is a billboard application for Spotify. Uh, what I noticed is that all these apps are written in HTML5 and JavaScript, I think. So when you scroll through these apps, through these lists, they don't exactly feel uh, native to the Mac, but they're really handy, especially the Music Smash app. Uh, It finds the song that you're listening to in Spotify, and it gives you lyrics synced with the song in real time, which is really impressive. And, uh, and and I would love for this to to be available on iOS, but but it's not. And uh, maybe I don't know if it's a limitation of the iOS SDK that doesn't let developers embed additional app as web views. I don't know. It should be available, uh, but it's not. So this is a thing that Spotify has that that that, that I really like, but it, but it's not enough for me to switch. So what I do is, uh, in short, after my explanation, is that every day. I usually listen to music on audio. Uh, If I find something that I really, really like, I either uh, buy it or I check if it's available on on my old iTunes library. And and from that day on, I start listening to that on iTunes. So so you're using using audio as a uh, discovery. Yes, yes, exactly. As As a search and discovery system. And um, and especially for the new releases, uh, because yeah. I really want to stay on top of what's new. And the the discussion about why I then use iTunes to listen to music is something that we'll save for the for for later for this show, because now I want to know what Mike does. So uh, I mainly use audio. Um, I am also a subscriber to Spotify and I pay for iTunes Match and I'll go into why I pay for both. <laughs> Mike, you uh, use everything. Uh-huh, I use everything. So, but I have specific reasons. They're not necessarily intelligent reasons, but they're my reasons. So <laughs> I will continue to do them. The, I've, the reason I use audio mainly is because the apps are way superior, in my opinion, to anything else. From a design perspective, I think that the audio app looks better than the iTunes app, and I th- like, and I think the music app on the on iOS. I think that it also looks better than iTunes on the desktop, and I think that they're superior to the Spotify applications, especially in usability. Um, Spotify does have a larger catalog than audio, and there are some, and Spotify gets more exclusives than than audio does. Um, and I use. Are you sure, Mike? I'm sorry. Are you sure? Because uh, yeah. I checked I check the numbers, well, and both services say that they have 20 million plus songs available. Well, let, okay, I will say from my own personal experience, if I can't find something on audio, most of the it's time usually it's on Spotify. Spotify. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Unless it's just an artist that just doesn't put their music on these services mm-hmm. like the Beatles. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, never forget. Never will. Uh, <laughs> iTunes Match, I use for stuff that I buy. So if some albums are not available for streaming, I will buy them. Um, I have a very small amount of music in iTunes Match. Like I used to use in my in my days when I used to buy music before Spotify, before audio, I had a different iTunes ID to the one that I use now. 
So I've changed my ID. So when I signed up for iTunes Match, I don't get all my previous purchases there. All of that music is stored away somewhere, but my tastes have changed so much that I don't necessarily need all that music anymore. You're a new man now. I'm a new man. I, I have refreshed myself. Uh, it's Mike 2.0. Hmm. Um, so, but like audio does the job for anything that I need that's from there, you know, to, to a point. Like I have like a Beatles album or whatever, which is an iTunes match. Um, I, I basically use match for syncing the albums that I don't have anywhere else um, because I refuse to plug my iPhone into a Mac. So if I have an album that isn't on audio, so I have like a Beatles album, a couple of Beatles albums, a couple of other like, you know, live recording system stuff or... Federico's Band. Federico's Band. If there's like when the new Arctic Monkeys album came out, that was non-streaming for two weeks. It was like, you know, it's exclusive to buy and only. So I bought it there and I was able to get it to my phone because I hate the process of what happens when I plug an iPhone into my Mac because I'm never confident that it won't just erase everything. Like I know, I know how not to do that, but I just don't ever want to do it. I don't like it. I feel like it's 2013. I shouldn't be plugging anything into anything anymore. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm a new man. Um, so the Spotify app is, I think, abysmal. Um, the insistence yeah. of making playlists makes no sense to me. But more than that, my my main it's not so much you have to create playlists, even though on the Mac they have a collection view. They don't use an iOS. It's very weird. Um, my main problem is that the on iOS, the playlists are not sorted in any order and you can't reorder them. That is the, the that is in itself the main reason I don't use Spotify. Yeah, or I would have stuck with it. That's miserable. It just adds the most... I think it adds the most recent playlist to the top or something, uh. or to, to the bottom, and it just doesn't make any sense. It, it, but it's not even... It can add them wherever it wants. It doesn't have to auto-sort, but allow me to sort them. It's that's my main issue. I can't do it, and I, and yeah. I really like the collection, like Federico does, um, the on audio having everything in a collection, and then I have some playlists that I've set up. So I might have like four albums that I want to put together in a playlist from one artist, or I have like I have a playlist that I set up of like the most recent three or four albums that I'm enjoying, and I put them into a playlist, so I listen to them, you know, on shuffle or whatever if I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not care about owning music doesn't bother me. I'm not one of these people that's like, I must own my music. I, it's not something that I'm concerned about. Um, streaming works. Um, as my tastes change, I clearly leave music behind. Right? As I've, I have a whole hard drive with like thousands of new songs on it that I don't need. And, you know, there's a bunch of, because it was like, you know, albums death, like that death I... Like metal? Yeah, exactly, death metal. Just albums that I bought that I didn't like, but in the time you could only buy music, you couldn't try it first. So... Mm. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that I've purchased that I don't want. Yeah, well, and that's the I mean, that's the beauty of services like this, right? Yeah. There's no commitment, really. I mean, you know, it's it's like well, exactly what Federico said points to it that he can stream, he can try new things, mm-hmm. and then if he finds something he likes, he can bring it into his library. Where Mike, it sounds like you're using iTunes only when you absolutely have to. Yeah, it's when there's no when I can't get to some songs in any other way, then iTunes and iTunes matches the way that I do it. No, I know. So I don't feel like I need to own music. It doesn't bother me. I can just buy it if I need to. Like if if audio goes away and I don't want to use Spotify, I can just buy some music and do the iTunes match thing. Um, it doesn't bother me that I don't own it. I feel like I own it because it's always there. It's synced to be offline. You know, it's not. You know, I sync all. Of, I sync my entire audio collection pretty much to 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 my mobile. If it goes in audio, it goes on the mobile. 
right? So I sync all of my music that way. You don't have to do that, but that's just the way that I choose to do it. Because if I have music, then then I want to sync it, and and that also helps me keep that library down to to a manageable size. So there's not just stuff just lying around in it; it doesn't get listened to. Um, now I know that people are going to say this to me, so I'm just going to preempt it. I know that artists make less money. I know that. Um, the reason I'm okay with that is because if I really like your music, I will go to your gigs and to your concerts, and that's where they make their money these days. That's where yeah. artists did you make money. Did now. you read the news about uh, Iron Maiden, uh, like fine piracy? Uh, but instead of like uh, finding people who pirate their albums, uh, like they uh, collected uh, location data uh, from torrent sites. And, and so they announced and played shows in the locations where uh, the data suggested that people were pirating their albums. So they made money out of piracy. I'm going to put that in the show notes. I found yeah, it. Yeah, really, that's really smart, I think, because uh, it shows that money can be made by artists these days. Because I think that this is a bigger topic, of course. The rules have changed. People are streaming music. People are watching YouTube videos, people are using Spotify, and they're not buying albums. Uh, I think, Mike, that if you can find it, there is uh, uh, the latest Billboard stats on US digital music album purchases. Um, they're clearly down, and uh, but I think that there are new ways to make money. And uh, when you say that Mm, artists make less money when you use something like audio Spotify. Spotify has been really open about how they they pay royalties to to uh, the term that they use is uh, music rights owners, which is uh, independent artists and music labels, distributors, and, and every middleman. Mm-hmm. And Spotify has been really open; like they have a, a dedicated website. That shows all the like the magic formula behind the, the Spotify royalties, uh, and, and it's not much, of course. <laughs> it's like zero point zero zero eight dollars. It's really, really not much. But when you when you multiply that for millions of streams, Spotify says that like uh, an indie album can make three thousand bucks every month, whereas a top hit. A uh, pop album can make something in the range of four hundred thousand dollars each month. I, I don't know if these f- figures are correct, but they have a web page, they o- they have a website, and uh, whereas Audio doesn't have any sort of stats, they don't have a press page with the um, with the millions of monthly active users. They don't have a web page f- for the royalties and. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's even less as Spotify. But like you said, uh, uh, I think Mike that like sometimes I feel bad when I know that my favorite bands don't make as much money as they used to, and maybe I feel bad when I know that when I'm streaming, I'm basically not paying them in any way, even if Spotify said so. Uh, but then I realize that I shouldn't. I shouldn't feel bad about this stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, don't think I mean, so. I, I cannot feel bad about everything that goes on in the world. Like, so <laughs> basically, I've put, I mean, this stuff yeah. exists. It's not my problem if they made it legal, and I can use it. Wow! Like, I put links. I've put I put a mean, bunch I, I, of links. I, I, let's be let's be honest, guys. It's not like I can't worry about I don't know 
Iron Maiden. Or, or, I mean, of course I know because I love them and I love music, but it's not like I can spend my days being worried about Spotify royalties. Does that make sense? Am, am I a bad human being for saying this? No, but and it is complicated. And I think the fact yeah. that, um, you know, I, I do like the Spotify's open about it. It doesn't quite line up with what some musicians have said. Um, but what's really interesting on that on that Spotify page, and all this is in the notes, um, is that the overall, like, music industry, um, you know, they have that graph where, like, overall it's declining. Like, phys- like physical downloads have shrunk, and digital downloads, or f- physical downloads, like that, physical purchases, and digital downloads going up. But, like, overall, like, the music industry isn't what it was, you know, back in the day. And there's a whole lot of reasons for that. You know, people blame the iTunes store is kind of kicking off this digital revolution that started, you know, making, um, musicians making less money, things like before you had to buy a whole album. So you'd get like the two or three hits and get a lot of, you know, maybe not so great tracks in there. And now you can just go to iTunes and like, I don't want the whole Beyonce album. I just want the, you know, that top track I keep hearing on the radio. that's, That's actually a bad example, but yeah. Because you actually can't buy individual songs from the new Beyonce album. Well, I bought the whole thing, but so did I. Whatever. I haven't listened to it yet, but I bought it. <laughs> it's uh, it's good. I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, whatever. But it's like, like the, the the way, like you know, as I say, I I feel like I will give them money in other ways if I really like what they do. Like, I, I don't feel bad about it yeah. because you're gonna you're gonna go to a show, you're gonna buy a t-shirt. Yeah, there's know, no like, other type of entertainment yeah. where I pay for something. Well, there is actually lots of entertainment types like this. Ignore what I'm about to say, but I don't feel <laughs> feel like it's right that like I should have to pay for something if I don't enjoy it. Like I find that to be quite peculiar. Like in all entertainment, because I guess it's because I work in free entertainment, right? But like, let's say I don't like an album. Well, does that person deserve my my ten pounds? Probably not. Like if they make something that I don't like and I'm not going to listen to it after the first right. time, then why should I pay them? So I stream music. They do make a sliver of money from that. But if they're really good, then I will follow them and I will go to their shows because that's what I like to do with music. Yeah. Um, and I will buy their merchandise and, and then I might buy their uh, vinyl album because I have a collection of those. And Do you have a record player? Yeah. Hmm. So, so according to Spotify, in this year they paid uh, $500 million in royalties and they expect that to double next year. They are available in 55 countries. Audio is available in 51 countries. And um, so they have this whole web page. They're really happy about their company, of course. Uh, they think they're really like changing the world. They're making it a better place. And um, they, they say that um, their goal is to enable more people to pay for music. So I found this really, like, how they uh, phrased it. Uh, You can get a sense that Spotify really wants to move people from pirating music and from watching YouTube videos to paying. So, uh, and I kind of get the the feeling that in the webpage, they don't really they don't really care about the fact, yes, we, we get people to pay and then we get artists to make money. Like, they, they share the artist's figure later, whereas they're all, yes, we're getting people uh, to, to pay for music because nobody else is doing that. I don't know. Uh, clearly, Spotify wants to have as many users, uh, as, many users as possible, and, uh, and I don't personally know any stories of big um, 
and I mean big in the sense of popular uh, indie bands or artists making big money out of Spotify. So if our listeners have links to share, they're welcome because I want to know. Uh, I think that actually making $3,000 a month on Spotify would be pretty good for, for, for a musician. Uh, Unless you're a band of like five people. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah that's about... Yeah. So you can see how this is a problem because if you want to make a living out of Spotify, you can't. Um, right. But they have the same... Um, I think they have the do they have this uh, the same revenue share model uh, like they they keep the the thirty percent and they give the seventy percent to that's what they say yeah it's from their page we pay yeah we pay out nearly seventy yeah. percent of our total revenues to, to rights, rights holders. holders yeah yeah so then it's up to the whoever the rights holders is to negotiate with the artists I don't I, I don't know I would love to hear from musicians and and bands and and um, about the actual revenue and profit see differ, it would differ from, from Spotify it would differ from so many in so many different scenarios right an independent musician is going to get 70% but somebody who's got a recording contract where it's going to yeah it's going to differ get even l- much much less yeah, yeah. Uh, Federico, there's uh, uh, a there's an obvious answer here yes is that you put the seniors on Spotify and RDM. what the people you, what is the people it? want it put your music on there See, see how much money you make. I, I don't have the rights. <laughs> what are you talking about? Money. You're the lead singer. Yeah, well, uh, that's like we never, in charge. We never discussed this. Well, they're all dead, right? But, you know, I, 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 re- <laughs> I really want to know what RDO does. Because there's been, uh, you know, rumors that RDO isn't going so well. They fired, the like, a ton of people. Yeah, there there have been uh, layoff layoffs a few a few weeks ago. They changed the CEO. I think uh, there was um, like in September a company called Cumulus uh, took a, took a stake in Radio, and uh, so I don't know what's been going on. And um, the fact that they're not sharing the the, the stats on monthly active users is I know they are sharing. I know that they're not sharing the total number, but they're sh- they're sharing the percentage of monthly active users outside the U.S. is it's fifty-seven uh, percent. So fifty-seven percent outside the U.S., but we don't know fifty-seven percent of what. So the if they're not sharing the total number of users, it's probably a bad sign because if when you're sharing something, it's usually good, um, especially when you're making a press release. Yeah, so the Verge, I, I, re- Verge I really has an article. W- what did they say? Whether they fired... Ah, uh, uh, the employees, yeah. That's yeah, nice. like uh, up up to a third of its staff in uh, oh God. November, which is... So, uh, that'd be like getting rid yeah. of Mike. Hi. Bye. <laughs> Federico, talk to me about audio quality. Uh, yes, I will. And um, what what do you want to know? Do you want to know like the 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 the, the big story on formats, or do you want to know my conclusion first, like I did before? Do Do you want to be surprised in the end, or yeah, do you want I to like, know? I like surprises. Okay, okay. So, Mike, mm-hmm. I, I I have been doing a little bit of research, and here's the facts. Um, Spotify has an advantage. Uh, when it comes to audio quality, um, basically Spotify, if you are a premium user, allows you to stream 
uh, what they call extreme quality, which is essentially a 320 kilobits per second stream of a song. And uh, uh, that's the best that you can get on Spotify. Audio doesn't disclose their numbers because they say that they try to uh, optimize the quality of the of the of the streaming uh, for mobile devices and they try to work with uh, music labels and uh, and uh, rights holders to always get the best version that they can and so but they're not disclo- yeah they're not disclosing the actual facts whereas uh, iTunes match uses um 256 uh, AAC mm-hmm. uh, CD quality encoding uh, well actually not CD quality but AAC DRM free quality um, even if you're of course if your original copy was of lower quality they, they give you the, the, the this one so um, Spotify uses the, the open source format called Ogvorbis is it, is it right guys? Ogvorbis? I think yeah. it's uh, Ogvorbis Verbiage? No, I'm Seriously? kidding. I'm no, kidding. You're, you're <laughs> trolling me. Nice job. <laughs> so they use Ogvorbis, which uh, it's uh, it's a format that it's open source. It doesn't have patents, so th- you're not gonna be patent trolled if you're gonna use this. And according to, to Wikipedia, to the Wikipedia page for this format, even some video games have been using Ogvorbis to store soundtrack files. Like, do you guys remember Halo Combat Evolved on the first Xbox? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he used Ogvorbis, so that's a nice fact, you know. And um, <laughs> the problem, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the problem is that uh, apparently, if you uh, at higher bit rates, MP3 is superior to Ogvorbis, uh, Ogvorbis in terms of audio um, audio uh, fidelity and quality in general. So back in May, so that would be. Um, uh, so seven months ago, people found out that once Spotify rolled out the, 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 the web player, they were also using MP3 files on the web. So here's what Spotify does. Uh, they, uh, they have this uh, 320 kilobit per second stream, and they are using that bit rate. They are using Ogvorbis and MP3 depending on the platform. So the CEO of Spotify said that, and I quote, we use the simplest and best sounding codec for each platform. I don't know what that means, but you can rest assured that the bit rate is going to be the highest one. And this can be confirmed by this guy called Vince uh, Hayes, who ran a series of tests, and he confirmed that even on cellular, on 3G, uh, Spotify was sending the full extreme quality, uh, CD quality streaming uh, of a song, so that can be easily checked if you reset your solar usage setting on your iPhone and you stream a file from Spotify, and and if you have the original file on your computer and you stream it, you can see that the quality will be the same. Uh, audio, uh, as I said, doesn't disclose this, and, and so here's my problem. Um, I don't, uh, I am not uh, a sound expert. I uh, I wouldn't call myself a, uh, a nerd of. Um, codecs and and cd quality uh but in general i like to i like to have the best version of a song 
if it's not too much of a of a problem for me to have it and to and to and to listen to it. Sure. So what I've been, I I would I mean I wouldn't be going to a store and buy a CD just because I wanna I wanna have the best quality, but but because I've been trying iTunes Match and because iTunes Match uh, is on average superior to audio, uh, as I said before, what I've been doing is that if I discover something on audio. And 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 if I and if I really like it, I buy it from iTunes. Uh, and and if I don't have to buy it because I remember that it's something that I used to have in my in my iTunes library. For instance, I've been listening to a lot of Kings of Leon lately because uh, yeah, because the latest albums is pretty good. It's very good. So and I remember that I used to have the old Kings of Leon collection in my iTunes library. So on audio, I was I was just browsing around. I stumbled upon. Kings of Leon. I remember that I liked them, so I went back to iTunes and I listened with iTunes. The problem is uh, is that recently, uh, I guess a few months ago, I can't remember. Maybe it was this summer. I don't know. Uh, Apple launched this thing called Mustard for iTunes. So it's really an initiative to to make iTunes songs sound better than before by mastering. Uh, the the file for iTunes without doing and I'm using really specific specific words here without doing a downsampling on the uh, of the recording from an album to another format and then back to iTunes which uses AAC they are doing this specific thing with guidelines for music studios for recording studios and engineers which is called Master for iTunes the problem as a link in the show notes will tell you, is that if you use iTunes Match and you try to match an album, this is where it gets tricky. If you try to match an album that on the iTunes store is available with a mastered for iTunes uh, badge, it's a mess. So sometimes you get the mastered for iTunes version in your Match uh, library, sometimes you don't, Sometimes you get it, but you don't know because you don't get the badge. So I think that Apple has some work to do when it comes to iTunes match subscribers who would like to have the, the mastered for iTunes quality. So because, I, like I said, I'm not an expert, uh, I decided to do some real-world practice and tests. So taking advantage of the fact that for Christmas I got a nice gift from a girlfriend, and taking advantage of the fact that I have a nice pair of headphones, I took a blind test. So uh, I, I asked her to open audio, to open iTunes. Uh, I wasn't blindfolded, because that'd be weird. <laughs> I was simply not looking at the computer. Were your ears covered? Never no, no, no. I had my headphones. <laughs> Come on, did she, Mike. Did she cut your eyes out? <laughs> no. <laughs> So I wasn't looking. I don't know what you're into. I mean, <laughs> okay. So I wasn't looking, and uh, and 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 uh, and she would play the same song without telling me, of course, uh, where it came from. And what I found out, if I really, I really was paying attention, of course, there was a a really slight difference uh, in audio, in that it was a little bit worse than iTunes, like the the. The bass in some songs were slightly lower and more compressed. 
uh, when I was listening through my headphones, but that was really a minor thing. And when we switched to, to the Soundlink Mini, you could tell the difference a bit more because um, being a speaker, uh, my theory, and, and, and she agreed with me, is that the compression that audio does is more noticeable. It's not, I, I don't think that it is a, a deal breaker for uh, our good friends, normal people, because they, they wouldn't care, I think. Yeah, but for I mean, someone like I mean, me. I mean, most people is, can't, can't tell the difference between, yes, you know, the quality and AAC. And, like. and YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, right. But for me, because I, I think that I like the idea of having the best version, because I think that I like the idea of treating treating my ears with the best version of a file that, that, that I can have. Yeah. It's not like I'm, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, oh God, this frequency and this bit rate is driving me crazy. No, I just like the idea of, of having the best within my possibilities. So what we concluded is that iTunes Match is better than audio. Audio is kind of weird when it comes to disclosing uh, what bit rate and quality they use. Where, uh, and if you are a Spotify premium subscriber, you get the best deal because they use the highest bit rate available. They use Ogvorbis. Uh, they use MP3 codecs when available. They have clear settings in the apps, both on Mac and iOS. I don't know about the web. Uh, you can change it and you can stream the highest version even on 3G. So I think that you are a premium subscriber that's a good deal. Uh, however, that's not enough for me. Even if Spotify has the apps, and even if, if it's the only service who's extremely open about uh, revenue stats, about royalties, and about the settings for quality, that's not enough for me to change from audio because in general, I prefer audio as a search and discovery service. And then... I, I like going back to iTunes to listen with a version that maybe I won't immediately tell that it's the best one that I can have, but I like uh, the idea of knowing that even if I can hear the differences, they are there. Uh, I think does that make sense? It yeah. does. And it's a shame that Spotify's apps are so bad. Like, Yeah. It, really what I think is not... A, not a paying customer of either service. I mean, it seems like what would be great would be like Spotify's backend and service with like RDO's UX and UI bolted yep. to the front of it. Yep. Yeah. 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 I was about to say that my, my dream app would be the backend of Spotify, everything from RDO except the backend. And, and, and of course the system integration that Apple has with, with, iTunes Match and Control Center. I, although I guess that the problem is that Apple should really allow developers to 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 plug into the Medium framework with better tools and APIs to 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 access iTunes Match. So if I don't like the the music app UI, I can use another app like Acute, but without those limitations that I mentioned. Yeah. So hopefully with with iOS 8 next year. I don't think they will get it with iOS 7.1, which is coming nobody knows when, uh, but uh, maybe next summer. It would, be, it would be a nice addition to, to iOS. Yeah. So, so let's talk about this survey. Um, okay. 
we we put a link out. We had about uh, what was it, eight hundred and fifty, eight hundred and seventy-five respondents. Um, so we'll just walk through these, and I, I think it's interesting. And um, so the first question: What is the primary way you listen to music? Um, so fifty-six percent said iTunes. Uh, 5.4% said iTunes Radio, which we didn't really talk about, but it's sort of, it's closer to Pandora than anything else. Like you pick uh, an, a song or, a, or an album and it kind of builds a smart playlist and streams it from there. Um, 3% said Pandora, 14% said Audio, and 20% said Spotify. So iTunes winning it by a healthy margin, but Spotify and then Audio coming up second and third. Um, I think that speaks to Spotify's, even if it's maybe somewhat, um, you know, sort of psychological, Spotify seems to have a bigger collection. I think people gravitate towards that. I think these these are obviously skewed to our audience because right. Our I mean, yeah, audio, it, is our, it is our audience. I mean, it's Apple yeah. nerds, like people who listen to the prompt exactly. And read but my I site. Mean, for, for there only to be a five percent difference between audio and Spotify is obviously not representative. No. Um, and I think a lot of people use RDO in our circle because the design is so much better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like if I were to pick one, I would pick RDO because it looks better and it, I don't want to destroy myself. So my what computer. I noticed is that a lot of friends of mine, they, they know and use Spotify. And uh, I also checked on the App Store and the Spotify app is much, much higher than RDO in the charts. Yeah, yeah. they've got so the name nobody, recognition. Nobody that I, you know, nobody in, in the real world um, uses uh, audio nobody knows yeah i think is. it's also because of the name and especially in it's ter- early yeah, it's, it's always weird to when, when when my friend asks about uh what app do i use for music streaming and i have to say in italian audio it's really weird guys yeah, it's so weird. i I, ju- I just tend to say radio because it's yeah. easier but then yeah. you have to explain it because you're not listening yeah. to the radio because it's radio without the a that's but, what I say right, normally. Uh, basically, I have to say audio. It's like Spotify. That's that's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> like they live in the shadow of Spotify. Yeah, basically, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the next question is, what services do you pay a subscription to? And so iTunes Match, um, which by the way you get ad free iTunes Radio if you're an iTunes Match subscriber. Sixty seven percent. Again, these are the prompt listeners. They're people who own Apple computers. This is not representative of the world. Um, 23% said RDO, while 31% said Spotify. So still neck and neck with Spotify, just a tick ahead. And then Pandora. Uh, and uh, 11 people out of 629 said Google Play All Access. <laughs> but I think that these are all Google engineers who follow yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is... Keep the dream alive, guys. Well, out of this <laughs> question, so we had 875 people or so jump into the survey... 270 people skipped this question. And so my assumption is that if I had put I don't pay for any subscription, that it would have been about 270 people. So not yeah. everyone does this. I mean, again, still people are, um, uh, you know, thing. And yeah, I think sure. that makes sense because, I mean, Spotify is free uh, with ads on the computer and on the and on tablets. Uh, the, the phone apps are the only app, Spotify apps who don't let you use the full Spotify experience yet. Uh, iTunes Radio is free with mm, nice sounding ads every once in a while. Uh, what else is free? Uh, audio, some stuff is, is free on radio too. I think the the radio station feature is free. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, these I two, think... I think that 
it makes sense to you know to maybe listen to an ad uh, and not paying if if you don't care much. I don't think I can get iTunes Radio yet. Oh no, because it's US and and Canada only. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's in the UK. Um, the the next question was about the main device you listen to music, and again, I think it corresponds with what we're saying: the iPhone. Uh, being 66% with the Mac at 25%. Um, yeah, I use my iPhone, and when I'm not using my iPhone like with headphones in, I tend to stream to a Jambox. I love my Jambox. Yeah, I do the same. same that's thing. kind of the main way I listen to music because my Jambox speaker is much better than the speaker in my MacBook. Yeah. Um, with the iPad and iPod and Android kind of rounding out the bottom with eight people... Listening on Windows. <laughs> that tells you that can, tells you everything you know about the people who responded. That's only eight Windows users. Can we assume that the thirty-two people who skipped this this question, they are BlackBerry users? Listening <laughs> on a on a now it's the cassettes and if you I didn't run the full report, but it's like cassettes and CDs. it's probably it's probably two BlackBerry users, uh, ten hi- cassette hipsters nerds. with a record player. Yeah. Uh, the next one, what's the most common way to purchase music? Uh, 75% said iTunes, 7% said Amazon, two people said Google Play, and I don't purchase music was 18%. Um, which I think is what like what Mike falls into a little bit of. I want to stream and I don't care about the files. I don't want to pay to buy it. I just want to pay a flat fee and listen to whatever I want. Yeah, I, w- I would answer that iTunes then. I mean, if I, if I was going to buy it. That's the place, right? Well, the, like the Amazon MP3 store, like sometimes you can get cheap music there, but the like they have like an in between app that like it downloads yeah, into and then it scripts over to iTunes. It's it's janky. I don't like using that. That freaks and, me. And, and now that iTunes music is DRM free, like that's that was the big thing. Like Amazon music was DRM free, so you could you know people said that for various reasons. Um, but with iTunes going DRM free on music, I think. Took some wind out of the Amazon sales. You know, it's it's funny to remember that uh, until two years ago, there wasn't uh, an easy way to re-download music from iTunes. Uh, you just couldn't do it. Yeah, you couldn't do it. I think that you couldn't. Maybe you could, like if you lost access to your library, you could open a support ticket, uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but there wasn't a way to... Yeah, there wasn't a da- uh, like like a section, uh, whereas uh, Apple added the, the purchased section which makes it really easy to just uh, re-download everything that you that you own on itunes remind me do you have to be an uh, itunes match subscriber to do that or can anybody no, just no, no, download no. it no that's a iCloud feature right and and it works for for music and, and tv movies shows and tv shows everything apps of course yeah that's so like that's music in the cloud though isn't it which is yeah yeah yeah, and more Apple have the worst naming for their cloud services. Like, yeah, so because bad. it's iTunes in the cloud. iTunes match with uh, with iCloud, <laughs> and then it's iCloud. But then it's also iTunes match storage. But 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 iTunes match has the iCloud icons, <laughs> and the and the iCloud error messages. It's like, geez, guys, can you just settle on a name? Yeah, you know. You know, I can imagine like Eric Q having uh, like a Rolodex for all these names. So they're you know? looking through them. Or he has like a dartboard and he just throws darts at the wall and then it's like, oh, we'll call this iTunes Purchase Music <laughs> Cloud iCloud. 
Oh yeah, yeah, guys. We we got we're gonna we're gonna launch a movie service. We're gonna call it uh, Cloud Movies with iCloud Match. <laughs> Pro. Pro. Uh, <laughs> and if you pay, Re-rent and if you, and if you pay a monthly fee, you can just call it movies. You can remove all the names, all the names. and all the and all the little trademark and and uh, registered <laughs> symbols, you know. So, gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. I like yeah. I like doing I, these topics every now and then. I always have fun with you guys. Oh, you're so kind. Mm. So, uh, does anybody have any any closing remarks for 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 this week's music show? Mm-mm. I do. I do have one. Okay. Um. The audio app is much better on the iPhone. Uh, I don't think that they're taking advantage of the screen of the iPad uh, as much as they could. And, uh, and, and, the, and it's kind of weird because they, they updated the app for iOS 7 like last week after iOS 7 came out in September. And the iPad app still has some UI elements of, of, uh, that are not updated for the larger screen. So the iPhone has all these nice transitions and, and full screen views, whereas the iPad is just a big list of, of stuff. Like, I think that they could do a much better job. And, and, I, and I don't want to think, although I can, I can guess uh, that maybe the, the layoffs have been a problem mm. for that. So that would explain the delay in, in releasing an iOS 7 update, which is not really a redesign, it's just an iOS 7 keyboard. So, because the app was, uh, was pretty much pretty, al- yeah. already yeah, already in line with iOS seven, yeah. So, it's my favorite app of of, of all the stuff that, that we mentioned. Maybe in the future we could get someone who uses uh, Google Play access and <laughs> what's the name of the other service? Mog. Mog, um, yeah, Mog is one. Mog. Maybe you could, uh, and I'm pretty sure that Rhapsody is still doing still doing something. Winamp, I guess. Uh, so maybe we could do a bigger roundup in the future, like get the the lonely man on the island using Google Play. Uh, we could get Mug and Rhapsody and I don't know what else is that. Deezer is pretty big in Europe. Yep, Deezer. Deezer, yeah. You know Deezer? Yeah, I'm familiar with Deezer. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually French. <laughs> you know, of course like it it's is. made in Fra- in France. <laughs> So I have no uh, no doubt we're going to get a lot of feedback on this and there's always a bunch of ways you can get in contact with us to do so. You can get us uh, uh, on Twitter. We are underscore the prompt. Um, That's where you can do that. If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, you can go to 5x5.tv slash prompt slash 28 or you can go to theprom.pt slash 28 if you really want to do that. Um, you can get us all individually too. I am iMike, uh, at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Federico is at Vichichi, V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and he writes over at MaxStories.net. You have uh, Mr. Stephen Hackett, who is at I-S-M-H on Twitter, and he writes over at 512pixels.net. If you enjoy the show, we'd love uh, a review in iTunes. Yes, no, uh, ask again later if you want to do that. Um, we'll only ask you again on the next two episodes. So there's no problem there. I think that's the way you're supposed to do that stuff. That's my understanding <laughs> now, right? Is that how you do that? Yeah. I think, that, I think that's what you're supposed to do. Um, and we'll be back uh, next week for another episode of The Prompt. Thank you so much for listening to the show in all of 2013. Um, I love each and every single one of you um, deeply, and especially these two that I record with every week. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back 
in 2014. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Arrivederci e buone feste. Oh. You say Happy New Year? <laughs> yeah, it's Happy Holidays. Very nice. Oh, adios. <laughs>